0: You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started.
1: Welcome back, friends. I'm Jill Hicks, and today's topic is be a confident recruit. So how do you become a recruit that exudes confidence? And where does confidence come from? I can tell you this, being a college coach and having athletes walk into my office, whether on a visit or they're just uh, officially there or they just stopped in, it was really clear to me that there were some recruits that felt more confident in who they were, what they were talking about with me, or any questions that I had for them, how they answered them, that they all had different levels of confidence. And I'm sure you see that with your own teammates and friends, that some people, some kids, some friends have more confidence than others. And I think it's really interesting When you take a look at it, because I don't think anyone's born with, um, you know, confidence one way or another, I think confidence is something that builds over time in a variety of different ways. So we're going to talk about today, like, you know, how it's affected in the recruiting process and how do we get better and be more confident as a student athlete going through the recruiting process. So I'm going to ask you 10 questions, and I want to see how many of these 10 questions you're able to answer yes to. Number one, do you do your own recruiting? Number two, do you feel like you are targeting teams in your skill level range? Number three, do your skills match their skills, meaning the teams you're looking at? Number four, do your scores match their scores? Or for the most part, pretty close. Number five, do you know how to answer, quote unquote, why you really want to be a college gymnast? Number six, do you have things you do besides gymnastics that you are really good at? Number seven, does your club coach believe in you? that you can be someday become a college recruit in your sport. Number eight, are you doing the talking when adults ask questions of you or friends ask questions of you? Are you the one answering the questions or is somebody else louder and answering the questions for you? Number nine, have you researched the schools you desire? Number 10, can you visualize yourself on a college team? So I'm going to come back to those questions in a minute, but if you could evaluate how many of those were you able to answer yes to, write it down. I think it will be really interesting after we do this talk on how to become a confident recruit. So if you can answer yes to many of them, so over half of them, you probably have a fairly strong confident, confidence level in regards to the recruiting process. But I quite honestly believe deep down, most recruits can't answer yes to all those questions. In fact, they can't even answer yes to more than one or two of them. So if that's you, you're normal. Uh, I think after you hear um, why you should be able to answer these yes, you're going to be more encouraged to do so. So nobody automatically feels confident, like I said earlier. So I think it builds over time. And uh, so I went ahead and looked up, what is the definition of being confident? Well, it is the feeling or belief that you can do something or succeed or do well at something. So I want you to think about things in your life that you are really confident in right now. So it could be school, it could be friendships, it could be other activities that you do. How come you became confident in those things? Was it because you've been doing it since you were really young? Was it because it came natural to you? Was it because... Um, you enjoy doing it, and so you put time into it. Again, I believe confidence will build over time, really, um, in no matter what you pursue in your life. But I also believe it comes through education. And in the recruiting process, what I have found is the more our clients get educated about the recruiting process, the more confident they become, not only in understanding what the recruiting process is about, but then of course taking the next step and putting themselves out there to the different teams and the different coaches. So I recommend that you learn what it takes to really become a student athlete that you learn what skills the coaches want and need for each of the teams you're pursuing, that you compare and be realistic as to what you can offer a team by maybe watching their meets or talking to the coaches or talking to friends. But really visualizing and watching the meets can be a huge way to see if you're being realistic in the recruiting process, which in turn, if teams don't match your skills, then it's okay to look at teams that might be ranked lower because you're gonna have more confidence in that than trying to reach up to teams that you keep getting rejected by because you're not quite at their skill level. So it's okay to maybe um, have a dream team that you're working towards, but the bulk of the teams that you're going to be most confident in putting yourself out there have to match your skill level. So when you send videos and emails to coaches and you start to get responses, this is when I see most recruits that begin to be happier about what they're doing and way more confident it's okay to lack some kind of confidence throughout the recruiting process because you start the process sometimes when you're on the younger side and it might not be a year or two later before you actually commit. So you're gonna evolve and change and it's okay. It's totally okay to um, look ahead and pursue teams that you think you're gonna be pretty close to their level um, in the future but let's take something that I think might relate to each of you, especially those of you who are our clients who are gymnasts. If you ask someone, this is just a a small example, but if you ask someone who has never done any kind of gymnastics before to get up on a high beam and walk across it, what do you think that would look like? Would they be wobbly? Would they say, no, thank you, I'm not gonna get on the high beam? (laughs) Would they say you were crazy? Would they possibly you know, try it but look super nervous and look uncomfortable like they lack confidence? Well, probably that's true. Well, that's the same thing we're kind of asking you to do in the recruiting process when you first start it. You don't really know a lot about it. And so you feel wobbly and you don't know how to do it. And you're not even sure if the schools you're looking at are the right ones, So you lack confidence. That would be normal. And I would say I see that all the time. Then as you teach someone how to hold their body on the balance beam, on the high beam, maybe you start them on the low beam and not on the high beam. And you show them how to be tight and how to look at the end and not straight down at their toes when they're walking. And how to hold their stomach you have now taught them how to have the skills to walk on the high beam and they're going to look more confident. It's the same thing in the recruiting process. You are going to come across way more confident after you have done a few things like learn about the process, go through the experience of going to camps and talking to people and then target teams in your range and Look for teams that look like you, that have your skill level and your routine level. Now, there's a big difference between confidence and cocky. And I see a lot of my recruits get really nervous when I tell them they need to talk about their strengths to the college coaches because they feel like they're going to come across wrong, like they're going to come across cocky. So confidence is when you're sharing your strengths by using examples of what maybe others have said to you or your coaches have shared with you or sharing the facts about what you have accomplished already. That is a form of confidence. And cockiness is maybe boasting that you're going to do things that you have never done before and you have absolutely no proof. That comes across as being cocky. So that's the big difference on those two ways of coming across to college coaches in a positive way and maybe in a negative way in the you know, topic of confidence. So going back to those questions I asked in the beginning, I want you to think about out of those 10 questions I asked you, how many of those can you answer yes to right now? And if there aren't very many, how many of those can you change? Can you work on? Can you realize that maybe you need to make some adjustments? So, when I asked you, um, do you feel, uh, let's see, do your scores match their scores? Do your skills match their skills? Do you feel like you're targeting the right teams? Those are all pretty easy to answer. Either you are or you aren't. But what I see is a lot of families are in a little bit of denial over what the truth is about those things. Because they're not so hard for the athlete to define, but they're really hard for a parent to define because they don't understand scoring and a clean routine versus maybe a sloppy routine but has the start values. So there's a lot involved in those, but I think as an athlete, you know whether you can answer those yes or no. Um, Why you wanna be a college gymnast can make a huge difference in everything and how you speak about yourself, how you speak about a college team, how you speak to a college coach. You really need to be able to define the bottom line, deep, deep, deep down, why you want to be a college gymnast. That can really show confidence or not. Um, And then the one question I asked, who's doing the talking in your life? I find a lot of times girls who I work with who lack confidence, I see that there is a parent in their life who's answering for them a lot. And I think that can really be a, def- be a deficit to you. So you need to talk to your parent and say, I don't want you to interrupt me and I don't want you to answer for me. I need to learn how to answer my own questions and then practice doing it. And then of course, the last one is, well, can you visualize yourself on a college team? I think that's really important. So you need to be watching, doing research, and learning all about the teams so you can come across very confident that you can be on the teams that you are um, taking the time to visit or speak to the college coaches. It really makes a difference. It comes across in your tone and the college coaches can really get a vibe or a sense from you if you can have the experience of understanding, what you're talking about, and why you want to be a part of their program. So bottom line is, overall, in recruiting, there is nothing more confident than you being your best you and feeling good about how you're representing yourself to the college coaches because you know you're a good match for their team.
0: Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.